Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Mentioned before the break, six in ten children are contacted by someone they don't know while playing video games online. And the children's charity CyberSafe Ireland found in a survey that 61% of young people up to the age of 12 are frequently messaged online by people they are unfamiliar with in real life. And joining me on the line to chat about this, we have good friend of the Limerick Today show, tech expert and founder of Mobanode, Shane McAllister. And Limerick mum, Carolyn, is also um, with us. Um, Carolyn, does that shock you or, or, or is it something you almost would have expected? Sorry, sorry, that's shock. Sorry, sorry about the noise in the background. Oh, there's sorry. a do- dog barking there <laughs> no, in the background. Oh, no, okay. that, that shocks me um, very badly. Uh, and uh, why so? Well, uh, well, thanks be to God, in my household, we've never, ever experienced it with our daughter. But um, I think um, basically children that do that um, probably unknown to them, said it's it's looking for trouble. Well, I mean, unknown to them, I don't know. I mean, gaming is happening, you know, it seems to be part of uh, the world of kids uh, yeah, now. The technology is available, unfortunately, to allow people oh, know, to, to know, contact but, them. But the idea that they don't know them at all. I know, but I think that's where parents need to probably monitor uh, what, they're, what they're getting in contact with online some way or having some of it blocked. Yeah, but is it easy to do that, though? Oh, with modern technology, no. No, it's not, unfortunately. Unfortunately not. Hmm. Because I would say uh, a few people trying to get in past that dog now would be very difficult in real life, but they can do... <laughs> no, <laughs> they, are... they sense the postman. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's all right. But but the point is that, uh, unfortunately, it's a simpler process to get into kids' bedroom through uh, this sort of technology, isn't it? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. No, it's it's horrific. You know, it's it's horrifying. You know, um, thanks to God, as I said, I've never experienced that, but I do have um, experience in other things, um, not through my own family, but close to me. And uh, my sister had told me one time about something, but um, unfortunately, I can't discuss it. No, online. of course not. But no, no, no. Yeah. But I just said to her when she was ha- having things, I just said, "Look, the best thing to do is go to the guards." Yeah, yeah. You know? Okay, um, Shane, um, you know, gaming uh, is such a phenomenon now, isn't it? You know, it's so much part of young people's lives, and from a very young age as well. It is, and, you know, I suppose certainly through lockdown, gaming, you know, became more prevalent due to just, you know, children at home and more hours in the day to try and pass away the time and the fact that they couldn't physically meet up. Now, I note in the report that they didn't say there was a significant increase of this during lockdown, but it is how children are socialising now. And, you know, I think, you know, we need the digital equivalent understanding with parents of of the don't talk to strangers. Um, I think that is crucial. I think parents, you know, need to take an active role in this. Um, Part of the problem is, is that when you're gaming online, you choose a nickname. You know, you don't put up your own name. You choose a nickname. Sometimes these nicknames can be quite obscure. And so when a child is contacted by, you know, somebody to play with them in a multiplayer game such as Fortnite, you, you, they might necessarily know who that is straight away. It could be one of their friends, but just with a, you know, gamer-style nickname. 
Um, so I think the key thing there is for parents to understand this and to do what they might do in the real world is be vigilant. So they need to digitally kind of understand what the children are doing and, and have that conversation with them going, I see here now you're playing with these people. Who are they? Do you know them? Have you met them in real life? What are their real names? Um, you know, because we do need to be very cognizant that, you know, children contacted, you know, aren't thinking these things. Now, look, you know, you, you can educate children. You don't need to put the fear of God in them, but you do need to let them know to understand that they really should only be playing with their classmates or, you know, friends or cousins or people that they know. Um, and they're definitely sure as a child of roughly the same or suitable age to them. And Shane, I mean, this communal playing with uh, people, you know, not in your home, um, it, it is part of the normal mix of these games, I presume. It is, and it's, it's the attraction of these games. You know, we have moved, certainly in the last couple of years, from, you know, uh, you would go to a game shop and you would buy a CD for your game and you'd put the CD into your game console and you would play away following you know, the missions and what you had to do on your own. Now, every modern game has a multiplayer element to which you, via the internet, are connecting out to friends and you're all playing together, which is a great aspect. My own, my youngest is 11. He plays these games. You can hear him chatting away to his friends in the background whilst they're playing because they have an audio portion to this. So they've got microphones and headphones and they're teaming up as a group to uh, accomplish their mission. So it is an integral part of these games, but it is also something to be very, you know, wary about for parents to understand who they're playing with. There is a chat element in these games as well, too. And we all know via social media, you know, people and children, uh, you know, can say things in chat that they wouldn't say in real life, too. And that's important to try to monitor where possible too. Right. So, so a big part of this, because I mean, lots of people will be very familiar with these games listening to us. Maybe others mightn't be as familiar, but their kids are playing them. Is about actual conversation that takes place while you're playing. Oh, hugely so. It's it's their tactics. You know, it's it's kind of how they group together, how they decide. All of these games take place in virtual worlds, and it's how they decide. You know, which part of that world they're going to visit. What are they going to do there? Now, look, there's a, there's a huge amount of banter, Joe, going forward and back between the children as well, too. It's not, it's not that they're, they're mini generals running tactics all the time. But it is, it's been a crucial part. These games are not played um, on your own, really, um, unless you're trying to, you know, you have to level up. You have to get further into the game. Sometimes you have to do these little mini missions. But 90% of the time, children are playing with other people in these multiplayer games. And that's the real draw of it. That's you know that's why they have been so successful is that you're involved in a group mm. uh, to do this. But I mean, the study I was talking about it says that over thirty percent of kids play online games with people they don't know in real life. So you know, it, it clearly is an integral part of this, whether we like it or not. It is, and you know, I know from my own experience, you know, you would like you would ask who that person is and, and you know you would hear that that's Dahi's friend or that's Dahi's cousin you've never met him but he seems to be okay and Dahi you know nearly is vouching for them if you know what I mean so the, the, they are certainly playing with friends of friends so the, the statement about people they've never met in real life is certainly very valid um, 
you know, I think, you know, we just need to, like all social media um, and media in general, need to be very, very vigilant as parents to know who these people are. Come in every now and then while they're playing these games and kind of, you know, you can see the names of the people they're participating with up on the screen and you can you can quiz the child, you know, who's that, who's that, who's that, and, and how do they know them? And you, you can block them if you're wary of them. So if the child says, I don't know who that was, they just turned up in the game, um, you know, it, it, you can actually block them. Most of these platforms, the Xbox and Playstations that our children are playing to have mobile apps to go with them and uh, I would advise parents if they can and if they're knowledgeable enough to download the mobile app because if you log in with your child's account in the mobile app you can see you know the history of who they're playing with and who might be chatting them and what group chats they're involved as well too so without being overbearing on the child who's playing in front of the console you can actually be slightly kind of aware of what's going on there if you wanted to kind of, I suppose, not audit, but, you know, certainly have a look at the history of chats with that child online via those gaming platforms. Okay. All right. Great advice. And thank you very much. Tech expert and founder of Mobinode based in Limerick, Shane McAllister and Limerick mum, Carolyn. Thanks for chatting uh, to us. Uh, have you any experience of this yourself or your kids? So WhatsApp us 86 Call Limerick today now on 461995.